Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Pells and Whistles. I am your host, Rel Myers. And since we last spoke, the Pelicans are 2-0. They won against the Minnesota Timberwolves and against the Washington Wizards. Now, let's get into these games. Against Minnesota, they had no Ant Edwards. Um, but that's one of those things where you can't let your guard down just because they're missing one of their stars, right? So Zion bounced back from his last performance um, in this game against Minnesota. He had 36 points, 5 rebounds, and two assists. C.J. McCollum, 23 points, shooting four for seven from three with four rebounds and four assists. Brandon Ingram had 20 points with five assists and three rebounds himself. Jonas Valanciunas with 14 points and 13 rebounds. Herb Jones, 10 boards. Herb Jones is out there grabbing rebounds. Our wings are grabbing rebounds. That is extremely important if this team wants to win some games. Our team, our wings need to rebound and need to box out and also might as well take care of the basketball while you're at it too. So that was really huge to see from, from Herb getting all those boards out there. Um, Trey came off the bench and he went one for five from three, but he still contributed, excuse me, he still contributed 10 points to the score. Um, Zion landed on an opposing player's foot um, and twisted his left ankle, but he stayed in the game and was able to help the Pelicans win that game 121 to 107. Um, This was actually the first time that Zion, CJ, Trey, or Jose had played against Minnesota this season. Now, I had noticed that, you know, Zion missed the first two games against Minnesota. I think one of them was for personal reasons, and the other one was um, second night of a back-to-back, and he had uh, had to rest. Um, But it just didn't occur to me. Um, you know, Trey missed a lot of games to start the season. Jose missed a lot of games to start the season. It just didn't even occur that not only was Zion missing from those games, but those guys were missing too. And then CJ was missing as well. So it's like, we got all this firepower back and they were missing one of their main contributors. And, um, that, that really helped out. I'll take the wins any way we can get them. You know, like if the other team's missing somebody, oh, well, we've been missing people too. So we went out there, took care of business. Uh, moved on to Washington to face the Wizards on Wednesday. Um, we had no Zion due to the ankle thing. He, um, Willie Green said that the ankle is fine, but Zion still didn't play. So I guess it's a precaution thing. I don't know when the precautions will stop. I mean, he's playing back-to-backs now. He played that one back-to-back and ended up playing three games in four nights. But in that third game on that fourth night, didn't look so hot, unfortunately. But we'll continue to move past that. But, again, it does seem just a little bit um, – you know, they still got some kid gloves on when it comes to the precautions and things. But um, the Pels got off to a rough start against the Wizards. They um, It was the kind of game where the opponent is making everything and you can make absolutely nothing. Like we just couldn't hit like the broad side of a barn. It was absolutely terrible. Um, but we were able to come back before the end of the quarter. And I think we were down by two. It was, I don't know, 28, 30, something like that. Um, we were only down by two. Brandon Ingram in the reserves helped us get back into that game. Um Brandon Ingram, overall, that night, um, that was the only quarter we lost all night. Uh, and Brandon Ingram had a massive 40-point performance. And I want to give a huge shout-out to Jonas Valanciunas, though, with 16 points and 18 rebounds. So between his performance and then B.I. just putting the team on his back and saying, look, let's get it. And, look, there's more, right? Because it wasn't just a massive performance from Brandon Ingram. Um it was also Jonas Valanciunas, but it was also C.J. McCollum with another good night from beyond the arc. Uh, he went four for six, pouring in another 22 points for the squad. And then Trey Murphy the third, here he comes. 
27 points off the bench. He went six for seven from three and seven for 10 overall from the floor. Um, he was shooting daggers in her heart, man. From 28 plus feet out, it was just, it was a thing of beauty to see him shooting the ball the way he was. And once he gets hot and you see that confidence building and he's just like, give me the ball, I'm literally going to shoot it from the logo. And guess what? It's going in. <laughs> like, I'm so, so glad to have him back. And um, a shout out to Larry Nance for sure. He bought a ton of tickets for Najee's family members and Jordan's family members to see them play. Those guys are from, um, they're both from the DMV area, I believe. So there was a lot of people in attendance to see them. And Jordan Hawkins got to have his moment with a nice dunk to put the exclamation point on the win that night. Um, final score was 142 to 122, by the way. But he was able to get a dunk. You know, they showed his parents in the crowd and his mom was high-fiving people and she's sitting next to this guy in a in a uh, Wizards like polo shirt or something like that. And he's just kind of like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, man. I'm sorry you guys are having a tough time this season, but we are trying to have some fun. So two good games to bounce back from that uh, from that last game that was not looking so hot. But what's next? What's next for the team moving forward? Um, Friday night, which is tonight, they're playing the Charlotte Hornets. Charlotte's going to be without LaMelo Ball, obviously. Um, they got Mark Williams. is uh, He's doubtful, so that's going to be huge if he sits out. And uh, I think they're missing a couple other guys there. But Charlotte's not looking so hot this season, and – Again, they are a team that we should beat, but you can't let your guard down. And I would like for us to come out strong and not come out the way we did against Washington. But, you know, it's it's a league of runs. Washington made their run, and that is all they were able to give us all night. So if we can do that against Charlotte, that'll be awesome. And the same on Sunday against the Spurs. And then the same again on Tuesday against the Grizzlies. Like, the Grizzlies are starting to kind of put some things together. And by the time we see them, John Morant should be back. But I still don't see any way that they should be beating us um, with what we got going on right now with our roster. Right. So, um, hopefully Sunday, um, Zion will be playing. Hopefully Wimby will be playing. We'll be able to see that matchup. I do worry about Wimby's length against us, uh, cause we weren't able to see Wimby when they came down here at the beginning of the month. So, um, but again, that's a team, you know, regardless, we should be beating them. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. But, um, yeah, that's the next three. Charlotte, Spurs, Grizzlies. They're all under 500. The Pelicans don't have a great record against teams uh, below 500. I think they're four and five against those teams. Then their record against teams that are above 500 is significantly better. So it's like we play up to our competition and we play down our competition. It's really it's really odd, but I would love to see some some consistency there. But in theory, we should go you know 3-0 over these next few games, and then you add the two before that, and then you're on a five-game winning streak before you know it. Um, Again, we looked at this month's schedule and we all thought that it looked easier than what we had faced previously at the end of October and all of November. So take care of business, you know, win some of these games, stack these wins while you can, because the conference is going to stay jam-packed the way it is right now. Um, today, let's see, two players became eligible for trade today. I believe when you sign a contract, um, a free agency contract in the offseason, you become eligible to trade December 15th or what have you. So I think that makes EJ Liddell and Cody Zeller both eligible to be traded. I don't think that um, – I'm not expecting a move involving them specifically, but at the same time, I don't really know anything about anything, but I just don't see why they would do that. Um, but I don't expect those two to get moved, like, now or at the deadline. Just That's just my personal opinion on the matter. But – other things going on around the league, um, I'm sure we've all seen by now Giannis Antetokounmpo running into the Pacers' um, tunnel to try to go back to the locker room to get the game ball. Um, my initial reaction to that was, 
okay, what's happening here? Like, is are the Pacers being petty? Is Giannis being petty? Like, what's what's going on? And so what I could gather from what was happening was Giannis had a, a career night. Um, and, you know, he's, he's dedicating this, like, 60-something point performance to his late father. Um, and so he wants the game ball. And they're at home. And it's like, look, we won. I had a career night. Game ball should be mine. Why are you guys taking the game ball? So he's in their tunnel. He's fussing with people. He's yelling in Tyrese Halliburton's face. Damian Lillard is kind of smirking like, bro, what is going on here? What's this dude's issue? <laughs> you know? But as more footage started to come out, you see as the game's ending, someone from the Bucks bench actually goes over and asks the official, hey, let me get the ball. So if he went over and asked the official for the ball, what, like, what, what is happening? What ball did you see the Pacers get and take to their locker room? Like, there's just so much confusion, so much chaos. But once I was given the context of why Giannis wanted the ball, I understood why he was upset. I just didn't understand why the reaction was what it was. Like, there's no, like, if someone's trying to hold you back from running, like, he was running like a football player, like, trying to avoid getting tackled, like, you know those videos with like Alvin Kamara when he's like dragging a Jeep up the street when he's training in off season? That's what it looked like. Because <laughs> the one of the one of the staff members was trying to hold him back and he's like grabbing him by the jersey and Giannis is just like, no, get off me. And then Giannis's brother is like running behind him too. And it's just so much chaos, man. But those two teams gotta play each other really soon. They basically play a back-to-back against each other. Um, a home road thing, if you will. One of the games is in Milwaukee. One of them's in Indiana. But they face each other again on January 1st and January 3rd. And the Pacers just signed James Johnson again to a year contract. He was on the team last year, but he had been sitting at home this season so far. So um, it's funny that they had this issue with Giannis, you know, yelling in everybody's face. And they go out and hire the guy who has this reputation of being um, a real tough guy who we all know is a black belt. (laughs) So it's like, are y'all calling in reinforcements just in case anybody over there like, gets crazy. Like, just in case Milwaukee has an issue with y'all, y'all say, hey, James, why don't you come back to the Pacers real quick? Like, I found that to be a little bit funny. But um, looking at the standings, Boston's still at the top of the East with Milwaukee a game and a half behind them. Uh, Minnesota is at the top of the West with Denver two and a half games behind them. And the Pels are at uh, the ninth seed right now before the start of tonight's matches. Um, they've played a couple more games in the Houston Rockets have, but they're still the same amount of games behind whoever. So it's like technically they're tied, but they don't have the same record. Um, so it's, I don't know. The standings are really weird. The Houston Rockets schedule is what's really, really weird here. Um, cause at one point there's teams that had played 20 games and Houston had only played 16. So they're somewhere in their schedule. They're going to be playing a decent little amount of, uh, back-to-backs and things like that to get caught up. But it's none of my business, man. But as far as the 10 game breakdown goes, the Pelicans are 25 games into the season. They're 14 and 11. And now that they're 14 and 11, this is their first time being three games above 500 since the four and one start. That four and one start was awesome. But in that, in that game where CJ got hurt, um, you know, he had the, the pneumothorax and then, you know, next thing you know, we're losing five games straight and so on and so forth. That was a rough start, but now back up, back three games above 500. Cause every time we were getting one game or two games above 500, we just start losing again. Um, and it's not necessarily like, you know, another like streak, but we would just, we would lose every time we get two games above, we never get to the third. So we're back to the third, please, please, please win tonight. And let's keep building on that. But, uh, the 10 game breakdown games, one through 10, we were four and six games, 11 through 20. We were seven and three games, 21 through 25. We are three and two. Um, I would love to see them get back to 
you know, seven and three in this little uh, set of 10 games. But again, this at, at a bare minimum, I'm looking for five and five or better be at 500 or better. And I know like a lot of people will think that, you know, aiming for 500 is like underachieving, but like, I'm not out there playing. I can't like control any of what's going on. It's just what I want to see is for them to not be underneath. Like, so at a bare minimum for me, I want to see them play 500 or better. Like overall, it's frustrating to be a 500 team, but when you break it down 10 games at a time, please 500 or better, that'll add up. And especially on the or better side of things, that'll add up and you won't be a 500 team. If you keep going seven and three, seven and three, seven and three, that's not 500 at the end of the day. And I'm no math whiz, but that sounds good to me. So that's it for today's episode. I appreciate it if you made it this far. If you're in the area, please come out to Mid City Yacht Club tonight. We're having an ugly sweater party. If you're watching on YouTube, this is my Pelican's ugly sweater. This is what I'll be wearing tonight. It's the only ugly sweater that I own. I mean, I have another one, but I've never worn it. And I'm probably never going to wear it. It's never cold enough for me to wear my ugly sweaters. So tonight I will be dressed in this. I will not be wearing a beanie because it's not going to be cold enough. It's going to be like 60 degrees. So, uh, yeah, if you come through, I'll see you there. I'm going to get some, uh, giveaways together to, um, to give out tonight. And, um, we're going to start another giveaway soon. Actually, I feel like I have so many like announcements at the end of this. Um, we've got the Trey Murphy giveaways going on. So go to the Pels 12 Twitter or Instagram, uh, or Facebook to read about that. Um, we did one last week and we're doing one this week. That's going to end on Sunday night. Um, so it's just, it's merch straight from Trey Murphy's, um, wardrobe, right. Straight from his closet. It's game worn stuff. It's, it's, um, team issued stuff. Um, so check that out. That's really cool stuff that we got going on. And then we have a giveaway for the game on Tuesday. Actually, the Pels 12 is going to be doing a giveaway for some tickets, some real good tickets and a parking pass to the game against the, um, Memphis Grizzlies. Um, and that also includes, um, there's a giveaway that night. It's a holiday, like it's a Christmas sweater, um, koozie that the Pelicans are giving away that night. So that's going to be a really cool thing. Look out for that. Well, if we don't announce it today, we'll probably announce it tomorrow or something, but, um, you know, it's going to be pretty soon since that game is on Tuesday. So be on the lookout for all the good stuff. Um, we are, uh, we're, we're trying to build on some stuff this year, man, just like as the Pels 12 and as the Pelicans, like all of us, we got to grow and we can do that with the help of each other. And with that said, please visit railmyers.com. Get a shirt get something, get a mug, you know? Um, and if you do, I'll send you a personal video. I'll send you a personal thank you. So, um, everyone who's ordered so far, I really, really appreciate that. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you like comment, subscribe. I really want this to be an interactive thing. Same thing with my other YouTube channel, Rel Myers on YouTube, uh, like comment, subscribe on there. If you're listening to this on Spotify, please leave a rating, leave a rating on Apple, leave a rating wherever you can. Um, I'm really just trying to continue to build on this thing, especially as, you know, I'm doing this solo and I really count on, uh, the interaction for these episodes and for the clips that I post and everything. So, um, again, if you made it this far, absolutely appreciate it. If you're coming to the party tonight, I'll see you there. Uh, if you're coming to any of these, like this five game homestand we have between December, like 23rd and January 2nd, I will see you at each one of those games. If you see me, please come say hi. I know a lot of times I'm just like dancing in a circle with my friends or something. But definitely come say say what's up. Uh, I love to see you guys and take selfies and all sorts of fun stuff. And uh, might not be doing too many who's that bird things, but um, I definitely want to talk to you guys about how you think the team is doing so far this season. Um, earlier this week, I did some videos, just kind of you know, it's a quarter review of the season. How are you feeling about that? That sort of thing. I'd like to hear more of you guys' opinions about that. So if you come and say hello, 
um, I would say be prepared for me to ask you if you want to talk about that on camera. So anyhow, I'm officially in rambling territory because I have been signing off with this episode for the last three minutes. Again, I appreciate you. This has been Pels and Whistles. I'm your host, Rell Myers. Take care of yourselves and your loved ones, and I'll see you super soon.